1: I hope I can be the type of guide you can rely on to unlock the agency you have to reach your own mental and physical competency. Let's get started with what's coming up on today's episode.
0: Coming up on this week's show.
1: Episode six, we ask whether your digestive system can make your anxiety worse. The answer is most likely yes. Extensive studies have validated the presence of the brain-gut connection and the bi-directional relationship between the two systems is now clear and variable in its presentation. This episode is all about helping you to understand some of the different ways digestion and your brain interact to either amplify your anxiety or create it in the first place. Solutions-wise, we'll touch on how increasing your dietary fiber can help and the role probiotics can play explicitly suppressing this inflammation, the immune system, system causes within the brain from the digestion so let's get started Let's set the scene here. Pre-COVID-19, studies suggest that just over one-third of people will experience an episode of anxiety in their life at one point or another. That's a large quantity of people. We're talking over a billion people. In Hong Kong specifically, an estimated 26% of people have reported mental health deterioration since the pandemic began. So how these local and global numbers have increased coming to the beginning of 2022 remains to be seen. Pandemic aside, for those who... With another illness such as irritable bowel syndrome or IBS, the prevalence of an accompanying anxiety disorder can be up to 70%. Panic attacks, social anxiety, generalized anxiety disorder or GAD or, and other phobia-based experiences are most prevalent. Regardless of their description though, they can all be equally debilitating in their unique way. In some cases, when I see people who present to me with anxiety, they already have identified it using their own self-awareness or have had it diagnosed via another mental health professional. A common denominator, though, is a burden that, that all carry, interfere with personal relationships, sleep, work productivity, and you name it, almost everything to do with life. In other articles, I've kind of mentioned how often I see patients who have been offered a get your stress under control type of solution after being diagnosed with IBS. And it's fair to say now that this chicken and egg situation is flipped with the bacterial environment within the gut or microbiome, having multiple influences on the emotional and cognitive centers of the brain. So let's introduce the gut-brain connection and how crucial it is in anxiety. One of the clearest examples of the intimate relationship between the brain and the gut is the neurotransmitter serotonin, which you may know as the mood chemical. 90% of serotonin needed for regulating mood, behavior, and sleep, amongst a host of other functions in the central nervous system, is made in the gut. Just going to repeat that, 90% of serotonin needed for regulating mood, behavior, and sleep, amongst a host of other functions in the central nervous system, is made in your gut. Now, consider that the first option for treating anxiety within modern medicine is antidepressant therapy. Serotonin's gut connection makes the brain and gut link hard to overstate, and it is often a new piece of information for my patients. I'm wondering how you might feel about that and whether or not it's new for you. The gut-brain axis also encompasses something called the hypothalamic-pituitary-adrenal or HPA axis that you may have heard of, among other vital networks such as the full central nervous system. This axis expresses the relationship between the hypothalamus and the pituitary gland in the brain, two significant pillars linking the brain to the endocrine system that manages your hormones. So cortisol would be a big one if you've heard of that, your stress hormone is deeply part of this HPA axis. Together with the adrenal gland, the HPA axis is a central player in keeping balance, also known as homeostasis, and how the body uses energy and responds to stress. The HPA axis is part of the limbic system, which you may have heard of before, which is a vital part of the brain, predominantly involved in memory and emotional responses when it comes to anxiety. It is also considered the core axis that coordinates how the body responds to stress of any kind. So that could also be some thoughts as well as what's going on in your environment. Remember the HPA axis is part of the gut-brain axis. Yep, the three pillars that govern how your body responds to the stimuli in its environment, externally and internally, are under the influence of your digestion and the processes within it. It now brings us to the immune system and how it's wise not to forget that the conversations as part of the gut-brain axis and how this leads to anxiety inflammation that originates in the brain can cause anxiety. So here's a fun fact for you regarding the immune system. 70% of the immune system resides in the digestive system. Now you may have heard this before, but just to repeat, 70% of the immune system resides in the digestive system. So whenever we're talking about The digestion and any of the different organs or systems that it's connected to, we always have to talk about the immune system. This is going to be a major theme of how the digestion works with the brain to create this inflammation that we're talking about. To understand how the immune system, the brain and digestion communicate in this sense, we just need to explore a couple of fundamentals. The brain also has immune system representatives in the form of cells called microglia. Your microglia mature just two weeks or so after you're born. Their main job is to survey their immediate surroundings, read the brain, and maintain the homeostatic landscape, crucial for our nervous system's supercomputer to avoid any insults. When there is an immune stimulus or some form of tissue damage such as traumatic brain injury for example, microglia activate inflammation to either clear pathogens from infection or restore brain health. You can understand how important that process is. As is usually the case with these processes, they are essential to your and my survival. The problem occurs when the microglia fail to turn off due to some form of chronic stress. So if you've been under stress for a long period of time, pandemic, that's an easy example nowadays, then that constant moderate stress that we've discussed in other podcasts as having an effect in different ways is also part of this microglial activation in your brain that can sustain anxiety. So when the microglial cells stay activated, we see higher levels of inflammation in the brain. Have you ever heard of the term neuroinflammation before? If you're new to this, neuroinflammation is simply an inflammatory response localized in the brain and central nervous system, including the spinal cord. Neuroinflammation is one of the critical mechanisms for the onset of anxiety disorders, such as generalized anxiety disorder or GAD, which we mentioned earlier. Sequentially, these same neuroinflammatory processes have been linked with the treatment resistance to antidepressant interventions used regularly as a first-line treatment in various anxiety conditions. So once again, we start to see that serotonin connection here. So let's recap here. We've talked about the brain and the gut connection. We've brought in the immune system to give you a sense of how that plays a role in the inflammatory conditions that can drive anxiety after the break we're going to look more at the solutions that you can take on yourself to improve these inflammatory pathways that are being activated in the brain but also hopefully broaden your understanding about the brain gut connection via looking at these solutions as well we'll be back with more free and inspired radio after the break
0: to take a break. Are you enjoying this episode of Free and Inspired Radio? There's no better time to take back your personal health sovereignty. If you want to connect with more Free and Inspired episodes, simply subscribe to your favorite podcast platform or visit the website at www.philipwatkins.health for more information. Let's get back to the show.
1: Welcome back to Free and Inspired Radio. In Episode 6, we're talking about the brain and the gut, and we're talking about whether or not digestion can create or amplify your anxiety. In the first part of the show, we discussed the brain-gut connection or at least introduced it and we talked about the inflammation that's caused by the immune system amongst that connection and in this part of the show, we're now going to talk about what you might be able to do to take a bit of control and maybe suppress some of this microglial activation that we've talked about. Now, the first thing we're going to touch on is the interaction between dietary fiber and your digestion and how they influence neuroinflammatory processes and can also actually suppress the immune system that causes anxiety. Now that you're familiar with the microglia that we touched on in the first section, their job and the consequences of their long-term activation, there's an important point. The gut-brain axis heavily affects microglial development in the first two weeks of life and their behavior throughout life. One of the main ways this is thought to happen involves your diet. The final metabolites, think end products of your fiber consumption called short-chain fatty acids or postbiotics as the, the fashionable name it seems that they're going to be called now, can cross the blood-brain barrier affecting the central nervous system and consequently the microglia. As of writing this though, the effects they have are unknown. Still, studies are looking into the role of short-chain fatty acids in influencing neuroinflammation, the creation of serotonin building new neurons and other pathways that directly affect emotion, cognition and the development of other brain disorders. A bonus to this is that they is that another uh, vital role of one of the particular short-chain fatty acids butyrate is that butyrate strengthens the integrity of the blood-brain barrier which can become leaky just like the picture we see with leaky gut. Often, as a side note, we're definitely going to do a deep dive on leaky gut and leaky brain. Leaky gut can actually cause leaky brain. So the butyrate or the short-chain fatty acid butyrate can actually strengthen that and heal leaky brain, which is one of the things that we believe may be making your anxiety worse. The main takeaway here is that dietary fiber, which is also prebiotic, is directly and indirectly involved in your emotional and cognitive health, including anxiety. Following this, if you are low in fiber, then the functions of these short-chain fatty acids are less pronounced, potentially leading to more inflammation that can lead to anxiety. Okay, so whenever we're talking about the digestion and anything, we always have to talk about probiotics. And the question here is, can probiotics help with the management of anxiety? The answer is that it certainly seems so. There are a few different species that are important in helping people manage anxiety. I could do a whole episode and plan on it, but why don't we stick with neuroinflammation as that's what we're talking about here and see whether or not probiotics can help with this neuroinflammation that we're looking at. So another fun fact, did you know that microbes such as well-known probiotic species are involved in the production of neurotransmitters? Let's try and break this down so it's easier to match the brain chemical with the probiotic. Acetylcholine, which is important for focus on cognition, can be derived from the lactobacillus species. GABA, which is not the amazing music that you hear in In the Netherlands, uh, GABA is the only inhibitory and relaxing neurotransmitter that can be derived from lactobacillus and bifidobacteria species. Serotonin, often referred to as we mentioned as the mood chemical, can be derived from enterococcus and streptococcus species. So one of the common themes here is that the that bring these probiotic derived neurotransmitters together is that ability to directly and indirectly influence the microglial activa- activation that we've been talking about in this episode now the connection between digestion and the brain may be contributing to our anxiety but this is important you can influence it it's easy just to see how amazing our understanding of the systems of the body is becoming and hopefully this episode is an example of that More interesting to me, and hopefully you, is how we can harness the bridges between these body systems to help ourselves and each other. I hope this episode shows that the conversation between the brain and the digestion is exceptionally intimate, especially when it comes to anxiety. It can be challenging to know what is affecting what at any one time, especially when the immune system wants to have it say. This highly nuanced connection doesn't mean that you can't influence this conversation by assessing your daily fiber intake and looking into how probiotics might help your anxiety through this brain-gut link. Okay, so a quick public service announcement that has nothing to do with promoting me, but whenever we talk about anxiety, I always will and generally always have brought up this point someone equipped to help you understand yourself better such as a counselor or psychologist can help you with your anxiety i've just spent this episode talking about how the gut brain connection plays a role in anxiety from prebiotic fiber to probiotics and their relationship to your neurotransmitters still before i conclude this episode i want to mention something important about anxiety Anxiety, restlessness, agitation and how you or someone close to you are experiencing it are unique and often caused by some underlying patterns within you or your friend's personality. Not necessarily referring to a sickness or pathology there, but just something a little bit more existential. Still, it does mean that getting some counselling and talking about what's going on is just as important as unlocking your gut brain connection. Sometimes, not all the time, A way of thinking or even being hurt by someone or something decades ago can persist in such a way over time that you might never know it's making you feel unsafe. Okay, that is the lecture over. Before we officially finish this episode of Free and Inspired Radio, if you would love to hear more from me and get the word on new articles, podcast episodes, and whatever else I'm trying to conjure up to help you, then jump over to the website, philipwatkins.health, and join our community via the newsletter sign up on the homepage and you'll be able to see the transcript for the show as well at the same place as always your reviews on apple Podcasts and spotify help me get the word on the street and if you're listening to this on youtube throw the video a like and a subscribe to see when each new podcast is uploaded in the meantime i bid you farewell for this week and look forward to joining you again for next week's episode of free and inspired radio
0: you made it to the end. This show is all about you, and we hope you finished this episode feeling one step closer to feeling free and inspired. We'll be back next week, but if you want to know more about Philip, please catch a digital flight to www.philipwatkins.health for further details about how we might be able to help. In the meantime, have a great morning, afternoon, or evening, and we'll see you for another episode next week.